Guten Tag and bienvenidos, and thank you for joining us for another edition of Uber Cinco, the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. Today's episode is all about frugality and fiscal responsibility. We're saving all our earnings to invest in cryptocurrency these days, so no more frivolous purchases. Our contestants are going cheap and will reveal and defend their top five dollar store purchases. That's right, it's a celebration of all those little essentials you didn't know you needed until you find a 99 cent price tag on them. Whether it's Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Family Dollar here in America, or Poundland and Pound Stretcher in the UK, and no, I'm not making that up, what better thrill is there than loading two overstuffed shopping bags into the trunk of your car knowing you spent less than it cost to buy an appetizer at TGI Fridays? Let's meet today's two cheapskates. First, a man who's so cheap, how cheap is he? He's so cheap that he has to use the jaws of life to open his wallet anytime it's his round at the bar. Mitch Brakeman. Hello, Mitch. <laughs> Hi there. Uh, uh, tip number one, uh, bring a little bit of glass with you when you go to the bar. Drop a little in your beer. Boom. Free drinks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and facing Mitch today is a man who's so cheap. How cheap is he? He's so cheap that his greatest dream in life is to have a 3,000 square foot house with a semi-finished basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brian Ernst. Hello, Brian. Yeah. I'm a little jealous that I didn't go across the pond to go into a pound stretcher. <laughs> I would like to go. <laughs> Sounds so sexual and violent. <laughs> All right, if this is your first foray into the den or if you need a friendly reminder, let's wake you out of hibernation with a quick rundown of the rules. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we'll move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber Stereo. You will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber Staredown is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. Of course, as the host, I'm entitled to institute a house rule, and this week I've brought back my beloved... Card of mystery. <gasps> what's on it? Tell us what's on it. Tell us. I've written a phrase on the back of this card, and whomsoever utters that phrase the least will receive a bonus point. Oh. And don't gosh. forget to stick around to the end for my fast five, where I will rattle off my definitive list of the top five movements. Oh. Movements. Wow. Oh, I like that one. All right, both today's main topic and Fast Five are audience submissions. Thank you to Zach Kraft for submitting the dollar store finds and to Steve Moore for top five movements. If you have a topic you would like to hear on the show, head over to bizbear.biz and send us your submission. If it makes us giggle, you might just hear it on a future episode. Mitch, you won the pre-show 100 meters moonwalk in a record time of 9.62 seconds, just four hundredths off Usain Bolt's forwards 100 meters record. Very impressive. So you will go first. Please hit us with your number five. Thank you so much. Um, now, I 
I traveled a little bit to find the perfect dollar store. Um, I ended up at Dollar Tree in the uh, Addison um, Street Mall, uh, just west of California here in Chicago. Um, I took a peek at, at Dollar Hound, yeah, but they're, they they didn't have a great selection. And uh, and Mrs. Mrs. One Buck, eh, not 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 everything I was I was dreaming for. Um, <laughs> But I was I was really hoping that give me a dollar, give you a, a crap uh, would have helped. But again, <laughs> they, they didn't have much there. So Dollar Tree, thank you very much for this. But my number five is a can of Parva brand pumpkin. Where's the applause? Oh Why isn't everyone going? Oh my god, a can of pumpkin! That's incredible. Is this this like a pumpkin puree? It's a pumpkin puree. It's dusty. It's the last one on the shelf. Um, it's at about ankle height when I saw it. I went, oh my God, that's so useful. And um, why is it so useful? Are you, are you asking? Uh, that is exactly what, what I'm asking. Yes. Yeah. What, is it is it because I'm making pie? No, because pumpkin pie isn't that good a pie. It's overrated and you should be making lemon meringue instead or a fruit crumble. I buy pumpkin because my little guy at home, sometimes his poops get really hard. And um, I'm not talking about like my son or like me in a weird third person thing. It's my dog, Waldo. <laughs> and um, pumpkin is great for little puppies who like to eat a bunch of shit off the ground like he does, who love to adventure, who love to stick their snouts where they shouldn't put them, who love to chew on. Uh, he loves mulch. Fresh mulch, man. Oh, my God. That's like me seen a fresh banquet of like pulled pork and pickles you know uh this guy will get his nose in anywhere so the pumpkin helps his his little tum tum you know just create those nice little perfectly uh uh shaped doo-doos that that uh that he leaves behind when we go on walks um and and honestly without pumpkin around uh our our our, our little guy is a little harder to deal with but when he's feeling good when he's feeling confident when he's not you know full of his own excrement a uh, little more annoying, a little more, uh, you know, pay attention to me. So uh, pumpkin is an essential part um, of, of, of my puppy's diet. And um, thank you, Parva brand of pumpkin for uh, giving me pumpkin where the ingredients of it are just pumpkin. You know, that's all I asked for. That's all I'm looking for. And that's all I got. So. All you, so you, is there anything you've, you've ever used pumpkin for where you consume it yourself? Or is this simply a canine delicacy in your house um i have put pumpkin of course in pie when i've been forced to make a pumpkin pie by the terrible um american social standards of thanksgiving um uh, <laughs> i've also maybe I, i've put pumpkin in cookies before again the the terrible american social standard of pumpkin cookies around thanksgiving and or halloween but no You've not truly really. been it, oppressed i know right um <laughs> If I'm cooking with pumpkin, I'm I'm just gonna go butternut squash because that's easier to cut and easier to to prepare than a whole fucking pumpkin. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to swear, but that's you know. Um, so yeah, no. R right now, pumpkin. I put pump. I put a little pumpkin in a bowl for him. Little frozen peas on top. He slurps that shit right up after a a nice <laughs> lunch. Um, I, I put it in his homemade dog treats that I make for him. Uh, a little carrot, a little ginger, a little pumpkin. Um, you know, some flour, some oats that, that my boy loves that. So you um, make, you make homemade dog treats. I make homemade dog treats. You're I'm, I'm outing now. I'm, I'm outing myself. I'm outing oh myself my. as, as a, Ugh. as a gourmet dog parent. Don't worry. No, don't worry. I'm, I'm not nice to him all the time. I'm mean to him too. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I give him tough love too. I'm not just 
pampering him at all uh, moments. So d- describe yeah, tough to- love towards Waldo. Give us a scenario. Uh, uh, he 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 picks up like a like because you know I live in in um, not Wrigleyville, uh, Sopoco. I live in Sopoco, so people litter on a pretty regular basis near our house. So he picks up a styrofoam cup. I'm trying to get it out of his mouth. He loves to just chew on anything he can get in his mouth. So I'm trying to get it out of his mouth. He won't. Oh, you know he won't open his mouth. I'm trying to open his mouth. He won't. He won't give it up. And I'm just thinking, dog, you're gonna fucking die. This is you know styrofoam. This you're, this isn't gonna go well for you. And then so I, just, I grab him by the scruff of the neck, give him a little, give him a little tap. You know, I I know I'm I'm describing little little dog um, abuse here. But and then he you know he opens his mouth and I get the styrofoam cup out. But um, so I'm not proud of that. You know, sometimes I try and scare him too when he's being a real little shit. So. Um, <laughs> I'll like sn- I'll like have him come around a corner and I'll, I'll like you know kind of like I used to scare you Nathan when we used to live yes. together he used to do those <laughs> yeah. prank scares so um, my my all my all time favorite being when you uh you changed your uh f- your ringtone to just this blood curdling <laughs> scream that you'd recorded I need that to was, do that to Waldo you would hate that, that. was terrifying you, you got yourself with it one time because you had forgotten it was there <laughs> yeah. it was early in the morning and. You were on the couch and your phone rang. And it was you. I think you recorded yourself screaming. Yep. Yeah. It was. uh, And I can scream. I tell you what. So I'm I'm not going to do it here. It was uh, it was a real window shatterer. Uh, (laughs) Okay. well, you've you've given me a lot to think about here. Uh, Mm -hmm. So let's compare this to Brian's. Brian, please give me your number five. Yeah. This is going to be a slam dunk because I know Mitch didn't even think about this one. And of course, I'm talking about a hardcover copy of The Long Game by Mitch McConnell. Um, So this is the best dollar store find because obviously, how else are you going to find a bestseller for that cheap anywhere else? Um, You pick up this book, you look at it. One, you're terrified by the creepy smile on his face. Again, for the audience watching at home, I'm going to hold that up for you. Listeners, you're just going to have to picture the the turtle man yourself. Um, So not only does it have a new forward by President Donald J. Trump and an afterword by the author himself, this is the cheapest fire starter you're going to find in the store. You get more <laughs> lights per page than any matchbook. Um, it is the best example of a non-self-help book you can find. And it teaches you that a ghostwriter, what a ghostwriter is and how there are bad people in every profession. So a lot of lessons being learned from this one little item. Now, this is the only object I actually didn't purchase, hence the printout that I held up for the viewing audience. Um, I couldn't bring myself to buy this because I, I just didn't want to give any money to this man. But it is a really good dollar store find for those who are really do not have the fire starter at home because I have plenty. Um, sure. Politico actually did a piece on the seven must read passages from this from this waste of trees. And... Um, <laughs> I am going to read this in its entirety. It's one paragraph. He at this point, this book came out in 2016, which means that he's probably had over 40 years in politics at this point of the top seven must read passages. One of them is about him running for student council president at DuPont Manual High School in Louisville. (laughs) A young Mitch McConnell at DuPont ran relentlessly for student council president with two key ingredients of any successful campaign, star endorsements and hard work. McConnell solicited the support of popular cheerleaders and talented jocks to propel his name ID over the other contenders. McConnell also made sure he contacted each voter, 
even the underclassmen often overlooked in these campaigns. And this is the only presidential campaign he's ever won. (laughs) But over 40 years in politics, this was one of the seven must-read passages of this dollar store find. (laughs) Freshmen are people, too. (laughs) Damn it. Except when you actually get office, you you just throw that out the window and you don't need that anymore. That's not true anymore. Jesus Christ. I have seen that at multiple Dollar Trees. And the fact that it's also hardcover makes it even funnier. And there's one Dollar Tree I walked into where it was on a, uh, it was like in the pedestal. Like if you're walking into a Barnes and Noble and they have, here's our new releases. They had a whole display of these at a Dollar Tree once. And I was like, that symbolizes everything (laughs) that I need to know. If it's hardcover, they have to be losing money on this. So... Did, yeah. Do you think they like they, they actually tried to sell them and realized nobody like we're just going to cut our losses and sell them at a dollar because this was a, a disaster? I hope because, that's what happened. Bro, we don't have enough space in his garage to hold the rest of these boxes. <laughs> we got to get rid of them. <laughs> uh, it's oh. just uh, it's the fact that there's any book in a dollar store is crazy. That's not like a coloring book or a massive reprint of a Bible, which you can always find. <laughs> If I was a lane, that makes sense. If I was a lane chow, I would just buy up all the extra copies because that's got to be cheaper than buying bedding for his uh, for his turtle habitat, you know, and changing that. <laughs> um, just run that through the sh- shredder you already run all your secret documents through, and boom, you've got you've got turtle <laughs> turtle cage stuff forever. So. Exactly. Um, so there you go. My number five. Oh, a copy of the long game. <laughs> That, that that's a good that's a good one and just for, for the image alone of uh, a very lonely and sad Mitch McConnell opening his uh, garage and having half of it just piled <laughs> to the brim with boxes of this book that he's trying to unload uh, that's gonna be three points Brian Thank and you. Mitch I, I I'm so grateful that you uh, managed to squeeze in the phrase perfectly shaped doo-doos uh, that was lovely, but but for admitting that you make homemade dog treats, uh, I could only give you one point. I just oh. I, that's all I can do. Oh. I support that decision wholeheartedly. <laughs> but you you have a chance to redeem yourself right now with your number four laid on me. Absolutely. Uh, this is my number four. Um, I found uh, I, my my creativity was spiked with this item, and I never seen it before. I thought they were really cool, and I immediately wanted to play with it. And actually, I have it here for those watching at home. Let me, let me grab it here from my shelf. Um, these are really cool little things called called make it blocks, and you can you you can stack them. You can it looks like they they connect together. And I'm thinking I could make myself a little uh, a little um, meat smoking shack, if you will, or maybe I could make my family a cabin, <laughs> something like that. But these blocks you build, and and, and they connect together. And I just I, I felt so jealous of the kids that were in the store um, near me at the time because I was like, you guys got to have make it blocks as a child. And I never got these. I never I've never seen these before. <laughs> and they there's 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 fat pieces. They're like two by fours. There's some one by fours. There's um, there's two by twos. There's um, <laughs> there's there's one by twos. So there's like there's long pieces. There's fat pieces or short pieces. So you can build. Just about anything that your imagination can kind of wrap around. 
and kind of reparations. Yeah, and I just I, I thought these were I thought they're very cool. My my set is green, so maybe I'm building you know um, uh, a, a little army hut for uh, for my fellow um, I- I- infantrymen to to uh, take warmth in you know during a, a cold battle, maybe something like that. You know, whatever kind of your imagination can go to, make it blocks are there. Uh, to make it happen, so I, I, I thought these were really cool. Um, what? So you're you're not fenced <laughs> in by the the tyranny of the instruction booklet that Legos come with. Uh, this is just an open world. I'm not talking about waffles. These are these are make it blocks. You said egos. <laughs> <laughs> these are make it. I don't know what these are make it blocks here. So, um, but why would you t- why would you bring up waffles during uh, when I'm talking about building like make it blocks here? I don't get it. <laughs> Point, point, point taken, point taken. Point so what? Okay. So I, I noticed the package is has you haven't opened it yet. I was I was hoping you would have a have a demonstration, a, a completed set. What's what's the first thing you are gonna build? Well, here, you know, have you guys ever seen uh, YouTube before? Yes. Yeah. So on there they have these videos called um, unboxing videos and. Uh, <laughs> this is an unboxing. Is the first unboxing podcast? Yes. It's, this is. Um, I know it's a visual medium normally, but I'm going to unbag this real quick. Um, and I like that it comes in a bag. I don't know. I just like that it's that's easy access, that kind of thing. <laughs> so you can um, you can just, yeah. So right now in my hand, I... There's like, there's like 10 pieces in there for people who aren't watching the video. <laughs> no, there's like, you know, I've got, I, I've got seven in my hand and there's probably another 15 in there. So 22 maybe. Um, and they, and they, they, quick wow. math, quick math. Thank you. <laughs> quick math bonus. Yes. And they just, they like link up together. They just hook up. So look at this. I built, I, I put a two by four on top of a two by four and then a four and one on top of that. Oh, we have some stairs, some easy walk stairs, a uh, lot of run, little rise, perfect for a library or a, or a municipal building. Um, man, that's nice. <laughs> a lot of run, little rise. This is, uh, look at, oh, I put a turn on the stairs. Look at that. I, I, I just took another fatty two by four, turned it 90 degrees. More quick math. Now it's an MC Escher drawing. Thank very, you very much. Done. It's hands drying hands. So I just love these little things. Um, I, I've never seen these before. Um, I've never seen blocks that connect like this before. And I kind of wish my dad, who's an architect, would have, you know, got me some make it blocks when I was a kid. Um, maybe I would have followed oh. his footsteps. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so that's my that's my number four. Um, I just love that you can build whatever you want, you know. Um, actually, if I take this off, I'm, 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 now, I'm attaching a two by four skinny to a fat one by four. And now it's like a little... Uh, <laughs> And, and you turn it sideways. Ooh, that's a little pistol. Oh, stop where you are. The, the, the bank gets its money back now. So um, that kind of thing. Riveting so. audio content. <laughs> yeah. The, the bank gets its money back. Are you? Are you? You're, are you the? Are you the feds in your your make it blocks fantasy? Uh, no, I'm actually the hero local cop who's who stops the 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 big city uh, money heist ring from coming to my local town and you know gutting our economy. So. Um, yep. Nice. And Andy Griffith, oh, I, I if you love will. the, I love the, <laughs> I love the optimism, uh, contained here. This is, thank you. That, that's, that's really beautiful and innocent and sweet. Brian, what is your counter? What's your number four? Easy. 
Mine, uh, I forgot to mention earlier that, Mitch, you said you traveled all the way to the corner of Addison and Sacramento for your Dollar Tree. Yeah. I drove all the way to Washington, Illinois, two hours and 21 minutes southwest to go to this Dollar Tree. So you spent more money on gas than what, you, than what you spent on? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It cost way more round trip than what I got in terms of items. And I picked up the good glass. Oh, this is a giant mug. It's supposed to be for beer, but this is for mainly housing my iced colas at the computer. And it's great for slurping. Mm. Now, you're supposed to hold it at the handle at the side with the thumb at the top. Everyone knows what a classic beer mug looks like. But this is the one you can slide your hand in there and really get to that cola. <laughs> just and I mean, and just the build quality of this. Listen to this, folks. That's glass. That's hard wow. glass. You can't. That that's a solid piece. It's not dinging. It's not ringing. That's a that's a solid piece of glass right there for a dollar. You can oh. hold, you can get your. And how, I will cool through it. How badly I wanted it to shatter when you did that. <laughs> no, I can squeeze it hard. This thing is sturdy. You guys don't even know. You, can, you can't even know it till you feel it. So go to aisle nine at your local Dollar Tree. Pick up the good glass. Feel it and make sure you walk out with it. Because there's a million and one beverages that can go in this that will feel good in it. Yeah. But the best ones are with ice. That's all I'm saying. This is a good ice glass next to your... Doing how, how, how many ounces is that? Well, like most Dollar Tree items, it doesn't say. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> nothing nothing has a, a volume on it, except for this one on the sticker, 26.5 ounces. Oh, what an odd, that's an odd amount. <laughs> nice, yeah. Nice round so, number. That's, is that like, that's like a biblical measurement, like a cubit or. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a freaking marathon. <laughs> It's just over a marathon. (laughs) I feel like they they made one and they forgot to measure it. They just kind of threw one together and then they were like, well, we better measure it now. And then that's what they're all going to be. Templates done. Move on to production. (laughs) I, I actually I have a very similar mug in my apartment. It came with the apartment. They literally, I moved Cheaper in. than mine. There Cheaper was, than mine. Fair enough. There was one thing in the apartment and it was the mug and it was, uh, where I'm on the top floor of an old building. So, you know, heat rises. So in the summer, it gets pretty toasty up here. And, uh, one of the windows is, uh, is broken. It doesn't stay up. And so this <laughs> enormous mug, very similar to the one you have nice and sturdy. So it, uh, has been propped up underneath one of the windows and just holds the window open for some <laughs> ventilation. So. A million and one uses, <laughs> folks, for the good glass. Prop in your window, slurp in your thirsties, get the good glass, man. That's what I'm saying. Shit. The good glass. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. This, you, Mitch, yep. uh, the, the just the wide-eyed uh, optimism and, you know, the world of possibilities that you were envisioning with your uh, make-it blocks – Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can have no less than three points. I love to see when there's that twinkle in your eye, that belief that anything is possible. That's what I want to see from you every day. So, you know, you've worn my heart. So three points to you. And then, uh, Brian, uh, the beauty here is, is the simplicity. So uh, and you reminded me of, you know, you hit hit close to home, literally in my home. The, the most important thing. And, and I'm not going to take this glass with me. When I move out, I'm leaving it here. I'm going to pay it forward mm-hmm. onto the next tenant. So you're going to get three points as well. And with That's that, beautiful. Mitch, please name your number three. No problem. Um, 
Now this this one doesn't have a nice <laughs> ring to it. Like I mean, because with make it blocks, you can make it happen. You know, uh, but this one is this reminds me of my childhood, <laughs> kind of like make it blocks did, but it kind of puts it takes my childhood and it just spins it like eighty eight degrees and puts it on a new axis kind of thing, and that is I found at the dollar store strawberry flavored hard candies, and they're the exact same ones that my grandma. Used to always keep a beautiful. Oh! <laughs> That's right. This is an Uber stare down. It's not exactly the same, but Brian also had a candy related item. Brian, what was your number three? <laughs> Mine was the Candy Cross. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that is a a chocolate chocolate cross. I believe that is Easter themed. Uh, we it will is it? we will oh, re- yes. We will we'll return to, to you in a, a bit. In, in a bit, uh, Mitch. Please give us the rest of your defense of your uh, your uh, hard candy strawberries. So Grandma Betty had beautiful beautiful <laughs> glass dishes that that served her. Uh, candy. Wait, wait, Brian. Why is it funny that his grandmother's named Betty? My grandma was named Betty. <laughs> I know it's just the perfect grandma name, and I wasn't expecting it to be so perfect. I'm like Grandma Betty. That's such a great name. It's perfect. <laughs> Well, all right, fair enough, fair enough. It was it was a sympathy laugh. It wasn't. I wasn't angry at it. I, I, I love that there's a Betty. There's two Bettys out there. It's amazing. Um, thank you, thank you. I love Betty too. Um, so Grandma <laughs> Betty had beautiful glass dishes, lots of ornamentation on her glass dishes that served her her regular candies, and she wasn't one of those Werther's grandparents. So it wasn't that? Uh, but she had the strawberry hard candies. It was one of her 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 candies that were always available to you as a grandchild. And um, my grandma also always wanted us to be both, uh, you know, putting some meat on our bones, uh, but also like losing some of that meat at the same time. It was kind of like whatever time of the year she saw you, she was like, maybe you could gain a little, maybe you could lose a little. Um, And so it was always a confusing thing when there was just always candy available um, and she would, and she would kind of, you know, press it upon you, but these strawberry hard candies are delicious. Um, they first start with like a normal, uh, uh, sucking hard candy, but then they're very soft and chewy on the inside, which I like very much. And we never, I never had these at home. Like oh, I only had them at grandma's house. So I kind of thought like these are special, like small town strawberry hard candies. Maybe she gets them from the magical candy shop from Lake Wobegon. Never really knew. Um, and but now I know that, you know, I can just find them at the dollar store and it kind of it kind of takes off the like beautiful, um, you know, gold gilding from my childhood to think that my grandma didn't always spend top dollar on the candies she would try and shove in her mouths whenever we visited. And it just it, it made me a little sad, a little wistful. And then I just, so I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy my own bag. I'm going to recreate grandma Betty time here and I don't have a beautiful glass dish like she had and so I couldn't do that part but then so I had a couple and it's not the same it's way different when your grandma's like oh you wanna you want a little candy and then pushes the bowl to you and you're like yeah I will take a little candy thank you grandma and it's like it's it's like it's less special when you just have a bag on your on your on your bed bedside um, night, night table that's not the right uh, word for that I said that wrong bed Bedside night, no nightstand, nightstand, nightstand next to your bedside. Um, nightstand, yeah, we found yeah. it. We found <laughs> it. 
and like where it just feels like it's gluttonous and it's not special when you can just go into the bag yourself and just take whatever you want. And so this this whole thing made me both happy because I'm thinking about Grandma Betty when I was a kid. When we'd leave, she'd give us each like a party sized bag of Snickers, um, you know, that she just had, you know, and we're like, no, no, no. And she's like, I got them on discount. Take them now. And she like shoves them into your hands. You can't say no. But then you get sick of Snickers before you get home because it's just too many Snickers. And so but, uh, I don't know. I guess I just. I don't know where I was going with this exactly. It's just that the strawberry candies ultimately <laughs> just made me really sad, and they're not as good as I remember. So. Yes. Wow. Well, if you got yourself the good glass, you'd be able to fill it up with those candies and make your nightstand now uh, more attractive. That's true. So yeah. just food for thought. My my grandmother Lillian was uh, she would often have the Werthers, and, and you, you raise a good point, which is I don't think I had ever seen the hard strawberry hard candies or a Werthers in a non old person context. Like, do you, did you, were you carded? Like, did you have to show a fake ID saying you were 70 years old before you bought those? Because I just, they're not a young person's purchase. (laughs) The uh, Gloria, the cashier did raise her eyebrows in that like suspecting way when she like, (laughs) like rang them up. And I was like, and I I yelled out, they're for my grandma. And then like everyone just kind of averted their eyes and looked down and yeah. So Mitch actually got carded because he was too young to (laughs) buy the candy. And then uh, a, a little eight-year-old just said to me, like, don't give up yet. And uh, as I was walking out. But, uh, so, yeah. My, my grandma, Betty, had uh, her thing that she always had on hand was actually Ritz crackers in like a like a little plastic jar. Just. Oh. Yeah. Ritz that's, crackers in a jar. Crackers in a jar. She always had them ready at the at the go. Did she have uh, like a ham salad in the fridge? Also, you could toss on that little puppy there, like some cream cheese and a little little olive. She she did. I think that she'd have like the canned pears, and I and I stayed away from the canned pears. But I think sometimes she would serve them with cottage cheese, which I yeah I I don't know. Maybe my my sister listens to the show. She can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, I, I, the, the staples like, you know, grandma's cooking was great, but, but you kind of had to power through the, the pear cottage cheese portion before <laughs> you got to the, the good stuff. But, I mean, it's, that was probably the 20th century, but it is the 21st century. Now, why is anyone eating cottage cheese still? There's so much better cheese. Oh, it's delicious. I uh, know. I no, uh, no, 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 no. I will defend yeah, this, cottage this. cheese. It is not. <laughs> it is not the. Uh, what, what did you refer to A one as last week? What was that? What would you say? The rat poison. Uh, rat poison of condiments. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cottage cheese is the is the is the classy, dependable Toyota Camry of breakfast foods. It is you can <laughs> you can put stuff on top of the cottage cheese and it will get you there. Low calories, high protein, great to put fruit on. I mean, do not. Do not do not talk down to cottage cheese, Brian. Thank you very much. Okay, I, I rest my case. I cannot wait for our cheese episode. Where I get to hear the rest of that rant. <laughs> All right, Brian. Uh, let's let's hear your your chocolate cross uh, situation. What? Let's let's hear all about this. The so, candy cross. He's not Catholic. Everyone he's not Catholic. Sorry. <clears throat> no, he is not, and that is not why I'm buying this. Don't, don't talk in the third person. So, okay. Sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> This Easter candy, which you can definitely find year round at a Dollar Tree, uh, is a necessity to have on hand for if you have any religious guests 
coming to your home. <laughs> so this is an easy treat to pull out of the drawer to ease away any spirits that might freak out the guest. And then on top of this, you get to offer it as a late night snack to get this shit out of your house as quickly as possible, all for the low cost of a dollar. Now, just think of how many things you're covering with that. You're appeasing your religious guests, you're, you're making them think like you care, and <laughs> you're giving them a little treat that they get to walk away with. And you get to replenish it for a dollar to put back in the drawer for when they visit again. That is the Candy Cross Milk Chocolate Bar. I find this a very strange idea for if you are devoutly religious that the cross is a sacred symbol and then you're just taking <laughs> yeah. a bite out of it like yeah. also the there, there's a bill hicks routine where he's like like you know when jesus comes back if he sees all these people just wearing a cross around like like do you think he wants to be reminded of <laughs> the time he's the three hours he's spent up there like I, well, this this chocolate cross makes about as much sense as remembering zombie Jesus with a bunch of eggs laid by rabbits. So I think the the it's fine <laughs> to have a candy cross. Just <laughs> nothing about this holiday makes any sense. <laughs> I think by far the, the best the, that, the best molded Easter food you only should have it easier is the butter lamb. I love the butter lamb. Um, oh, a lamb cake? Yeah, we're 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 all, oh, a butter a, lamb or a lamb pound. A, cake? I mean, both are good, but but the but the butter lamb is my favorite. You get butter in the shape of a lamb. So uh, I've never had butter in the shape of a lamb. We have a lamb mold for the pound sure. cake, but I've never had butter shaped. Butter lamb, lamb wow. is great. That, that's that's such a Minnesota. I <laughs> <laughs> never heard of butter lamb. I, that w- was, oh, I mean, I've, I've I wish that the, made it this far south. I've seen the butter cow at the state fair, but I couldn't fit that on my my table. That was yeah. like a life size cow. Now, if Easter was surrounded by a butter cow you got to keep on the table, I would be going to church every Sunday (laughs) (laughs) just to have that butter cow every year. Oh, Uh, man. Uh, Nathan, do you remember? um, Yes. Oh, sorry. Do you remember freshman year of college at Easter time? Me and Brad both worked at, at Anderson's Deli or whatever, that little restaurant. And I, re- I remember the, the deli. Yeah. Yes. We uh we th- that Easter time he ordered lamb cakes. And of course, he over ordered because he like was thinking everyone would come get a lamb cake. No one did. <laughs> so me and Brett each brought home a giant lamb cake to our, uh, our, our dorm room. I remember we had so much lamb cake. Everyone was like, I don't yeah. want any more high quality lamb cake. <laughs> get it away from me. As college kids were like, no more cake. Thank you. That, that was a bizarre one. That that whole little like episode where you two worked there was just strange. That, it was very that strange. Was, there is there is a we could do it. We could do an episode of top five stories from that. Like, there was definitely <laughs> yes, we like were you were you? I, I don't want to go too far into it. We'll save it for the future. But you were you were paid strictly in cash, right? There was yes. We we, we were paid in cash. The cash register was a was a money tray with a piece of um, um, butcher's paper <laughs> over the top. That was it. There was no record of anything. Oh, yep. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I stopped by at that place a few times and I was extraordinarily creeped out. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we're pretty sure the owner, uh, he was sleeping with one of his vendors because his whole business model was don't pay anyone until you're like 30 or 60 days past due. Um, so 
Yeah, it was a uh, it was very strange. But Brad and I were treated like little princes. Everyone else was treated like crap, but we were treated very well. <laughs> the little princes, yeah. the little deli princes. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let, uh, let me bring it bring it back to the the, the stare down here. Um, I mean, Brian, that's that's an amazing find. Like you could only find that at a, at a dollar store. But and, and Mitch, I was I, I was uh, leaning away from you when uh, the, the the bittersweetness of this it was making me sad uh, because yeah. those candies aren't as good when they aren't in the context of uh, your grandparents or some other yeah. beloved elderly relative. But you did leap to the defense of cottage cheese for me, and I am a guy who eats cottage cheese. And I drive a Toyota Camry, and I never put the connection together. But you're right; they're exactly the same. So, Mitch, yep. you're going to get the three points. <laughs> yeah, told you, Brian. <sighs> Suck on that hard candy, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fact that I just lost the cottage cheese is really upsetting to me. <laughs> well, all right, I Brian. May, I, I may have to. I may have to have some candy. <laughs> Excuse me a moment while I get into this cross. <laughs> Uh. All right, Brian, as soon as you uh, wipe those crumbs of the resurrection uh, out of your beard, please give us uh, your number two on your list. Okay, mm, so Jesus-y. Okay, now, number two. This I have... You put that hard candy away, Mitchell. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you Oh, it makes me sad. I can't do it. Okay. My, my number two <laughs> that I feel like I can only find at a dollar store and especially at a Dollar Tree, this is the only item on my list that is two for one, two for a dollar. That is encouragement cards, oh. not birthday cards, not sympathy cards, encouragement cards. Oh. So let's take this one. Number one, they're both super sad and for the weirdest occasion to give a card for. But alas, Dollar Tree has you covered uh, this one with two kittens on the front. Simply says, uh, just wanted you to know. And the inside says, I got your back. (laughs) So just in case you want to, someone who's already down, give them the saddest card you've ever found. Is that when you find out like somebody, you know, has been arrested or something like (laughs) I got your back. I can't afford bail, but I got your back. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then this picture of a son that just says, out comes the sun. And then the inside says, because sooner or later, it always does. So I know times are terrible now, but this card is getting you on the way for it not to be. So there was an entire section of encouragement cards that I could not pass up. And now I have these bad boys in my drawer for a rainy day. In case either of you boys need some encouragement. Oh. And to top it all off, they came with these bright orange envelopes. <laughs> so, you all, this caution construction colored envelope will definitely those, those envelopes make it aware. legitimately look like uh, when you get a parking ticket in Chicago. What they come with. <laughs> yes, it does look. I'm going to put this on your windshield and it's just going to be an encouragement they, card. Well, well, they should... <laughs> I think they should they should include an encouragement card with the spe- the parking ticket 
You know, because you get the bad news of the parking ticket. Oh, goddamn, the other parking ticket. But then, oh, but the sun is going to come out. (laughs) After I pay it, it won't be here anymore. Sooner or later, the sun does come out. Yay. And if if you get the card, I got your back on your windshield. Isn't that kind of menacing? I think I'm going to like quickly turn around to look for someone with a high powered rifle. Think about how misleading this kitten card is. Yeah. And I got your back and then you're sitting in the back seat and they turn around. (gasps) Oh, my God. See? Terrifying. So good. Well, I, I mean, I mean so honestly, I'd probably just pick it up off the windshield and throw it right in the gutter and stamp on it once and then get in and drive away. So, because um, <laughs> parking tickets don't have to be yeah, paid. It's, not like it's just true. So, <laughs> yeah, there's no other computer record that they exist anywhere else. Not if you're driving a Cops stolen car. Using wa- Sorry. What? <laughs> Cops have been using one copy tickets forever. <laughs> How do people not know that? I don't know. All right, uh, Mitch, let's hear your number two. Sure. Um, This one is going to be my second, quote unquote, unboxing of this podcast. And this is this is an absolutely essential item for when you are just a special little foodie like me. And that is a travel dressing container. Um, Forget just using (laughs) a normal like a mason jar or this. This is a special travel container just for your dressing. Let me unbox it here. There we go. And um, <laughs> it's it's soft. It's pliable. It's made of rubber on the bottom. Um, it This has uh, two fluid ounces. That's more than enough dressing for uh, a salad for four, I'd say. And with this. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Yep. I, I have to jump in sure. quickly and give a visual description for our listeners. Imagine you've just had your appendix out and you're recovering and they ask for a urine sample. Mm-hmm. This is what you would be peeing into. <laughs> yep. That's what this looks like. Exactly. <laughs> a special little container for a special little guy. And um, I, I get stopped at the airport all the time when I have this because they think I do have urine in a container. I say, no, that's just my mustard vinaigrette. Thank you very much. Um, my urine is not thick. No, I, I'm just fine. I'm healthy enough for this flight. Please let me on. Uh, don't mind the what gun in the other bag. discharge in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that my urine needs to be shaken before it's tested. <laughs> that that milky discharge is a beautiful buttermilk ranch. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I I love having this around the house. <clears throat> I love, I you know I can go to the park with this and boom, French dressing all over my French fries. Um, uh, I I take this to the office. Boom. I have ranch dressing for my uh, slices of pizza I'm reheating for lunch. Um, I take this to, boom, the opera, and I've got uh, just enough whiskey (laughs) to make it bearable. Uh, Honestly, two ounces isn't enough, but um, I close it again. Boom. I take it to Grandma Betty's house. She buys shitty dressing. I bring my own homemade Caesar with anchovies. It's delicious. (laughs) So, they're just... Uh, a million and one ways to use this by putting dressing in it. So I guess it's just one way uh, and whiskey too. So two ways, but um, it's just, it's, it's my, it's my uh, special little secret that I can keep anywhere on my body. And I always have high quality homemade dressings. I can pop onto foods, to salads, um, uh, cereals, snacks, whatever I need. Um, I can, I have a little extra flavor on me at all times, two ounces of it. Um, and in a pinch, if I need to keep a sample for something for medical testing, yeah, it could work for that too. So um, it's got a really nice seal on it. Uh, liquids are not getting out of here. Um, for those at home who can't see on the video thing, there's a rubber seal at the top. So yeah, there is nothing getting out of this puppy. Um, it's also flexible. So if, if it gets like someone gives you a pop on the chest when it's on the inside pocket of your coat, 
it's not going to break glass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's great. I, I love the idea of you going to somebody else's home <laughs> and then opening your dinner jacket slightly and pulling out this. It's like, oh, no, I brought my own yes. dressing. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what could be more insulting to your host? <laughs> This uh, also, you, you know, the guy in the commercial uh, where he asked for um, uh, Grey Poupon, you know, um, that's yes. me. Only yeah. I pull up and say, uh, I brought my own Grey Poupon. And I've got, I guess, three ways you can put mustard in here, too, not just whiskey or dressing. So, um, oh man, so many. Yeah, pretty great. It's so pretty great. Many. And this was a dollar. So I think that's that's a big steal. So, um, yeah, that's um, it for me. Thank you very wow. much. Wow. Uh, uh, Three points. Appreciate it. Okay, Br- Brian, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two <laughs> points because it's it's a great fine and it's two for one, but it also made me terribly sad. So I can only give you two points. And, Fair enough, <laughs> Mitch. That's uh, I don't know if I should give you zero points or ten points because that <laughs> might be the stupidest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> what are you? What? So, Come on, I'm, Nathan. Nathan. I, Nathan. I'm I know. So I here. know you love a nice poppy seed dressing over your spinach and strawberry salads, and you know not not every place has that. So I could get you one of these I, too, and you can have a little friend to, to travel along with you. So I, you, you know, for a fact that I haven't had a salad since the Bush administration. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you two points. Wait, wait, hold well. on, that hold was, on. Which I, Bush administration? Oh, burn. <laughs> Woo. Wait, how's They're that? both sad answers. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, uh, let's close this out with our number ones and oh, who, who should go first? Oh boy. Oh, these are these are good ones. Uh, Mitch, let's hear your number one. Okay, yeah. My number one doesn't doesn't need an unboxing because it came as is and it's perfect in its shape and form. And that is my number one useful dollar store find is a red spoon. <laughs> <laughs> this is rubber, silicone. It's got a beautiful shape to it nice curves there's no hard edges it holds probably a tablespoon it's it's bendable it's pliable it can get the the, the corners of a container it can mix your muffin batter in a, in a in a beautiful shiny metal bowl it's red what does red make you think of <laughs> red makes you stop what? right it makes you look <laughs> red is the color of a beautiful woman's lips Red is the color of passion. Red is the color of a bullfight. Red is the color of the blood that streams forth from your enemy's body when you've won the fight. Red is the color of the communist regime that will never take part in America. We'll never have it. Sorry. Excuse me. That's too much. That was too much. I know that's too much. But imagine this spoon floating in the air in a matrix scene. How much better... Would it have been if it had been a red spoon instead of that stupid metal spoon? Red rubber is the way of the future. <laughs> Look at it, you guys. Look at this pu- beautiful shape. What is it? Oh, is it my best friend? My best friend that sits down on my shoulder and tells me like, Mitchell, put real anchovies in this dressing. Or Mitchell, call your grandma back and tell her you love her, you know, uh, before you can't anymore. Mitchell, um, <laughs> make sure. Sorry, what? Oh, is this? going to it the red spoon is all that's important okay bow down to the red spoon the red spoon is king now the red spoon is beautiful it's art it's it's everything and nothing all at once 
It's my red spoon. Oh, okay, but can can you describe the size for oh, the listening uh, audience? Because it's an odd size. It, it's, uh, see, this is spooky. Now, these are the questions we need to look at on the internet. It's exactly the length of my hand. Wow. <laughs> so that means it is uh, probably in real realistically eight inches long, but maybe it's 18 if I'm talking to someone in a bar. Um but that's, that's a conversation you've had about a lot of things. I, uh, I was going to describe it as it's too big to eat with, but too small to serve with. So I'm not sure what it's No, for. you could absolutely eat with this. I mean, if you're OK, this is a perfect cereal spoon when everyone's out of the house. It's just you, uh, a white tea, pair of boxers and a fresh, fresh box of golden grams and an ice cold gallon of milk. It, it won't do that. It won't do that clanking noise against the bowl, so you won't wake up uh, you know, whoever is sleeping. Zero stuff. clanks. So when someone is home, you can eat the cereal in silence, it, minus the exactly, chomping. Exactly. What, see, what I like about this spoon, too, if you're talking about a practical application and not just appreciating its, its, its pure, beautiful red form and its inspiring color, is that you can make great little side sauces. You know, I love sauces, you know, a little side sauce of maybe it's special sauce for your burgers. This is a perfect, perfect shape and size for mixing up the special sauce, serving it. Cause it's about, yeah, about a tablespoon more than that at a time. And that's, that's the perfect amount of special sauce to, to put on a bun. Um, and <laughs> oh my God. I just, and if, 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 if you flip it around and hold it, hold it by the head of the spoon with your finger, maybe, it's a little red uh, laser gun and you're fighting off aliens from your kitchen, you know, when you're waiting for your roast to finish. Oh you know? <laughs> There's the possibilities, are endless. the possibilities are endless here, you guys. All right. That's the red well, spoon. OK, so red spoon. <laughs> red spoon. Brian, what do, you, what do you got? Your number one. I love you, Red Spoon. I love you. All right. I have to back up a little bit because mine as well also did not come in any packaging. Uh, but my number one here is something you have to get. This is a necessity. This is a good bucket. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Listen to this, folks. You know that sound. Oh, yeah. Listen to the handle. You got to get yourself a good 101 uses for this thing. All right? This is a black variety. They also have gray. Wow. Uh, it also does not say how big it is. It's just a barcode and made somewhere, not America. And you can carry water. That's great. You can collect waste. You can grow food. Wow. But notice this is a good bucket, yep. not a great bucket. Sure. Okay. A great bucket is five yep. gallons. This is the good bucket. And there again, like I said, there's no marking to distinguish how much volume is in it. But this teaches you a life skill. Trust yourself. Mm. You know how much can fit in here. Three gallons. You know how far you can push it. No, <laughs> shut up. This is my bucket. If you want to get a good bucket, you can go get it because guess what? That's it's true. only a dollar. So if you're going to mop something up, like somewhere particularly nasty, like a, like a bathroom or a dirty kitchen, hell, even a garage, you got to collect the soiled pine saw water somehow. Mm -hmm. And the good bucket has got your back, just like that encouragement card. Oh, all right. It literally calls to you, soil me. I can take it. <laughs> yeah. So you just you put your soiled stuff in it. And then on top of all of that, when it gets covered in the biological remnants and or bits of asbestos from the kitchen tile, you just toss this mother. Boom. Boom. You toss it and you get another one because it's only a dollar. And guess why? That's the best thing. You get to go back to the dollar store. So what could be better than that? The good bucket. 
I rest wow. my case. Nathan, is, is that bucket big enough to, to bring all the A1 you'd need for a barbecue? Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. But but like you said, it's only a dollar. And, you know, wow. if I get 10 or 15 of those bad boys, I might be ready to have uh, have two whole uh, uh, sirloin steaks. <laughs> it's also a hat, as wow. we see Brian is now wearing uh, the yeah. bucket uh, as a hat. I feel very pilgrimy yeah. at the moment. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Red spoon versus good bucket. <laughs> I think you were both trying to kind of go for the same, cover the same territory here. And uh, Nathan, Nathan, Brian, Nathan, I think you're going to walk Nathan, away Nathan, with the three Nathan, points. Nathan, 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 hold on, hold on, Nathan, yes. Nathan, Nathan. Yeah. Your favorite films. What is the 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 femme fatale, the siren? What what are they always dressed in? Red. It's always red, right? Can you give him zero Come or on. one point so we can move on? <laughs> it's like there is, it's like there is, there's no, uh, there are no red women in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so one point for the red spoon. When I was watching three points, Lord of the Rings, the a dream of mine that I that I had while I was sleeping during those was about a red spoon. So I think that's pretty, uh, pretty good to remember. All right, I must, uh, I must tally the scores. But first, before I do, I got to bring back out the card of mystery. <gasps> oh, that's right. Oh, and nobody, nobody mentioned this phrase, which would have uh, just triggered a lot of terrible, terrible memories for me. As you know, I used to work for a company where I was a liaison for the maintenance of a dollar store Mm -hmm. family dollar. (laughs) You you both know how much I hated that job. And so neither of you brought it up. So I appreciate that. But no bonus point for that. So uh, I'm going to technically we both said at the least. So, all right. So you you both get a point, and it, it changes the score. <laughs> no, all right, yes. you you both yes. get a point. Ding me, yeah. ding me. You both get yes. ten. You both get ten points. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, I tally the scores. Uh, you two uh, talk about your favorite Easter candy. Go. Cadbury cream eggs. Oh. Uh, that is my number one. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit cold, so the so the the cream inside isn't too runny. I don't like white cream dripping out of my mouth, so I decide to go with uh, Reese's uh, peanut butter eggs. Those oh, are that's that's such a trash selection because you can get Reese's all year long, no matter what. Cadbury cream eggs is a special no, no, Easter no. You're item. Telling me, and guess you're what? Telling me I can that save that cream and I can put it in my same? travel dressing oh, container. Right, that's and enough. I- that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> so I've tallied the final scores, and Mitch, let's not forget you do get the quick math bonus point. And because of the quick math bonus point, the scores are 21 to 21. It's a tie. Oh! Ah! That's right. All the anti-climax of a soccer game. (laughs) It is a tie. Is that including our our extra bonus points for not saying the FD? Is that 22-22? Well, no, no. That was including 21-21. I gave you you 10 10 bonus points each. Yeah. I might have. I I thought about making it 100 even. But it would still be a tie. Uh, All right. (laughs) It's time for my fast five. The top five movements of all time. Number five. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. First movement. The single most recognizable musical introduction in classical music is so ubiquitous that even the most uncouth Philistine could name the composer from the first four notes. Legend has it that the Skrillex symbolizes okay. fate knocking at the door. Oh. 
This beautiful piece of music has been described as radiant beams shoot through this region's deep night, and we become aware of gigantic shadows which, rocking back and forth, close in on us and destroy everything within us except the pain of endless longing, a longing in which every pleasure that rose up in Jubilee... All right, enough of that crap. Number four, (laughs) the Romanian split squat. A simple yet effective variation of the squat, which works several major muscle groups without needing to pile on heavy weights so it can be done in the comfort of your own living room. All you need is a sturdy chair. To do this compound exercise, lift your back leg on the chair, squat with your forward leg, you'll work your quads, glutes, hamstrings, abdominals, and spinal erectors. You'll notice quick improvements to your agility, explosiveness, and core strength, and it'll help put just the right amount of junk in your trunk. Pro tip, make sure you do equal reps with both legs to improve side-to-side imbalances. But you already knew that about unilateral exercises. Number three, (laughs) the farmers take Brussels movement. In 2009, more than 2,500 farmers joined this protest movement started by the European Milk Board in opposition to unreasonable quotas and the falling price of milk. They descended into the Belgian capital, blocking access to the European Union building with hundreds of tractors and trucks. This is all true. They burned hay and tires and threw eggs and sprayed milk at police, even at times, and there's a picture of this on the internet, spraying milk straight from a cow's udder at police who are holding up a shield to block it. I don't know if it brought about change, but it's definitely hilarious. Number two, jazz hands. The ever-present movement, the campiest of camp, Useful in musicals, cheerleading, dance recitals, or distracting opposing players shooting free throws, this classic dance move can be done by anyone because you don't have to have any lower body coordination. And the number one movement of all time, the Black Friday bowel movement. (laughs) Oh, baby. That seventh slice of pumpkin pie doesn't seem like such a good idea now, does it? And that's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Our contestants today were the man with the plan, the plan to open a five and dime in the Southport Corridor Shopping District. Mitch Brinkman! And the main entity himself from Berwyn, Illinois. Brian Ernst. I've been Nathan Hennenfent. As Bisbear always says, don't spend it all in one place. Auf Wiedersehen and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.